0: Hey, everyone, and welcome to A Nurse to Champion Nurses. I'm your podcast host, Gentry. I'm a registered nurse, and I work in the intensive care unit. I have a passion for my fellow nurses, doctors, and anyone in the healthcare profession. Our jobs demand so much of us that burnout seems to be inevitable. In this podcast, I want to help us discover ourselves through personality development, faith, and healthy living so that we can decrease burnout, improve our work environments, and create healthier, happier medical professionals. So if you are feeling overwhelmed, overworked, exhausted, and on the brink of quitting, welcome. This is the place for you. Hey everyone, welcome back and happy new year. I hope you had a great new year. Mine was very uneventful. I laid on my couch and watched reruns of Game of Thrones, partially because I enjoy it, but mostly because it seems to be the only thing that would like drown out the noise for my upstairs neighbors. They're driving me a little crazy. No, but it was restful, so I won't complain. I'm really excited for this episode to be the first episode of A Nurse to Champion Nurses of 2024, because I'm going to talk about my word of the year, which is joy. And that's kind of been brewing since September. And I'm going to talk about the difference between joy and happiness. You might be sitting there thinking, "Mm, nope, they're synonyms. They're they're pretty much the same thing or very similar. And in a literary sense, you're absolutely right. Pull out a thesaurus and look up the word happy and joy is likely going to be, you know, a word substitute option for you and vice versa but I'm not really talking about a literary sense of understanding these two words. I'm talking more about a spiritual sense. What I mean by this is I've come to realize that joy is not necessarily an emotion. It's a state of being. Joy is the undercurrent that makes up who we are and makes up part of our countenance. Joy is not threatened by any emotion. It's not threatened by mourning. It's not threatened by sadness or anger. Nothing. In fact, joy often happily coexists with all the other emotions. Happiness, on the other hand, can be threatened by other emotions. If we're happy and someone comes up and says something that hurts our feelings, boom, that happiness is gone, at least for the most part. And then we're dwelling on What wounded us? Happiness is fleeting. It's temporal. It's part of our flesh. It is an emotion and not a state of being. Happiness and joy can absolutely coincide, but they don't always. Sometimes what brings us happiness in the moment detracts over time from our supply of joy. Joy can never be stolen from us, but it can be diminished. So we live in a society where we say, well, just do what makes you happy. And oh, I just want my kids to be happy. I know where people are coming from, but I'd like to challenge us to instead ask, will this decision make you joyful or not? Or tell someone, go out and do what makes you joyful as opposed to happy. Because what makes someone happy in the moment may actually be an unhealthy thing for them that in the long run would minimize their joy. Sometimes in order to achieve the long-term joy, we have to deny our flesh what makes us happy in the moment. To boil it down, happiness is a hit of dopamine. I mean, it's more than that. But really, if you were to boil it down, really, that's what it is. It's a hit of dopamine. It's a hit of of the neurotransmitters that make us, quote, happy in the moment. Joy is not that. Joy is that constant. And I'm not sitting here telling you that if you're walking through a tragedy, something terrible, some kind of trauma, that you should walk around with a happy face and just be thankful for your blessings. No. I'm not telling you that at all. That would be the least... Um, empathetic thing I could say to you, what I actually want to communicate is that every single emotion you are experiencing through whatever it is you're walking through is valid because joy is not threatened by it. You don't have to walk around with a happy face and some bubbly demeanor. You can be whatever emotion it is that, that you're feeling that you need to walk through. I encourage you to walk through it. Not walking through it can be detrimental to our joy. What I'm telling you is that it's not threatened. So walk in the emotion that you're in. I'm giving you, hopefully, a sense of freedom in that. Because as Christians, I feel like we're often told to just smile through whatever it is we're walking through and and just be happy because Jesus makes us happy. Well. Jesus was not necessarily a happy person, but he was joyful because joy was a state of being for him. So, just like I'm not telling you to put on a happy face when you're experiencing trauma, I'm also not telling you to avoid things that make you happy. That's not the message that I want to come across. For me, I found a group of people who love doing the same things I do Renaissance fairs and Dungeons and Dragons. Yes, I'm a nerd and I fully embrace it. Um, I found that group. I joined that group. And I'm really happy. I love reading fantasy novels. And reading for me makes me really happy. It can also be an escape. So it can actually be a poor coping mechanism. Um, So I'm not telling you, stop things to make you happy. I'm telling you to evaluate whether or not that thing that's making you happy in the moment will also further your joy. Will it further the joy? Will it minimize the joy? So what got me thinking about all of this is I've come to realize over the last couple of years that bits and pieces of my joy have been minimized through certain people in certain situations. And I've allowed that to happen. So back in 2023, 20, September of last year, I submitted uh, my two weeks notice to my boss and the second that I hit submit, I jumped up and down. I'm talking unbridled, just kid on a Christmas morning happiness, not joy, happiness. And what immediately followed that was tears of sadness and anger because I loved, really loved the relationships that I had developed at that place. And I really thought that that hospital, that ICU would be my forever hospital. That was really cheesy. I'm going to go with it. Um, I really wanted that to be the place that I worked at for a long time and it wasn't. So my plan wasn't going according to my timetable or my, you know, what I perceived would happen, but I felt joy return to me. And I thought, huh, that is a new, or rather, missed feeling. So I sat down to evaluate what it was in sending that email that made me so joyful. And I realized that it was freedom. I had a friend tell me that we were about to come into a year of jubilee per the Jewish calendar, and so I researched it for myself to just see, you know if that was accurate. And because Jubilee or the celebration of Jubilee is not really um, a thing anymore, it is still recognized, uh, but there was kind of, it was difficult to actually pinpoint when it's going to be, whether it's 2024 or 2025. The most common answer that I got is that in October of 2024 on Yom Kippur starts the new year of Jubilee or not a new year, but just Jubilee. And then we'll end on Rosh Hashanah of 2025, which is in September. And that is the Jewish new year. And so I thought, hmm, somehow this is significant. And I don't know why, but I think these two things, this freedom, this joy that I'm experiencing, are they're correlated. So I started doing some research on what Jubilee means. And I've heard people reference Jubilee uh in that it means some type of joy. And I knew this wasn't accurate because I knew that, you know, that's not the meaning of the word. So I actually looked up the real definition and it is a celebration. So I guess it could be joyful, but it's the celebration of an anniversary of a rain, typically a very significant rain. And I thought, well, that's, you know, that didn't really seem to fit. So let me, let me research Jubilee more. And the more I researched it, the more I found that the spiritual meaning of it is worshiping God who set us free. And then I thought, ah, there it is. And it dawned on me in that moment that the reason that that joy was uncovered for me again is because I felt a sense of freedom. And that makes perfect sense because what makes us feel joy in life, true joy and i think that is when we feel freedom from something like why do we celebrate a new year well we celebrate it for many reasons but most people most people celebrate it because they want to leave something behind into in that last year they're like i'm done with that i don't want that part of me anymore it's done they're looking for freedom from that previous year and all the crap they experienced that previous year So I think freedom is highly associated with how joyful we are. So my challenge to you in 2024 is to find the areas of your life where you need some freedom, where you need some breakthrough, press into that because as you press into it, God's going to honor that and you're going to find little bits and pieces of joy that come back to you. That weren't necessarily missing but that were diminished you're going to feel that amplified joy in your life you might still be sad you might still be mourning you might still be angry whatever it is that's okay because like i said joy is not threatened by that joy is so much more than just an emotion so that's my challenge for 2024 let's make it a year of jubilee And a year of joy for all of us, no matter what's going on in our life. I hope that you've enjoyed this episode. It was really near and dear to my heart to share this. Um, So I hope that you got a little kernel of truth or maybe something just rang true for you. Um, So I hope that you got something out of it. I look forward to being back with you next week. And I hope you have a wonderful day and a joyful new year.